0: Welcome to the First Do Bow Hunter Podcast, brought to you by Tool City Outdoors. Everybody, what's going on? It's Evan from the First Do Bow Hunter Podcast, coming to you from Big Bone Lick State Park here in Kentucky. Uh, we are officially on our Big Buck Tour 2020, getting at it, getting at it the first day, the opening day. Um, kind of going to go through a little bit of what we did, what we went through uh, on our little Four-man cross-country buck tour here, or a tri-state buck tour. We've got Tyler Cochran, Andrew Youngs, Jim Aldridge, and myself, Evan Kardosh. So, uh, guys, welcome. Yeah, I mean, we are uh, we're doing it. So, um, coming down here, I guess we'll kind of just start with a little run-through of what we did, and I hit everyone up that way. You want kind to start of...
1: with the drive down? Everything.
0: Well, bad. even loaded up. We kind of started the week before. We started loading everything up, um, making checklists. You know, making a list, checking it twice. Um, I worked Friday before I went down, so you guys kind of were putting stuff together that way. And then, yeah, then we started our journey. Uh, it was Saturday morning. That was the first. That was Kentucky's opening day, yep. and uh, we started coming down here, convoying
1: it up. Yeah, huh. the drive was not as bad as I was anticipating it to be. Uneventful. Good, Yeah, that's a good thing.
0: So then we got down here and I think all of us were on board the first night with scouting. We split up two and two. There was three different public areas we would looked at. There was two that were kind of drawing our attention. And so we said, hey, let's go and scout. Um, However, as soon as we started uh, getting in there, at least Jim and I, because we went together and then Tyler and Andrew, they went to another spot. Um, As soon as we got to where we were, it was an eye opener for Jim and I. I mean, there was a (laughs) Olympic sized uh, ski slope hill going down and thicker than the Congo. And uh, (laughs) we kind of were like, I don't know what we're gonna do to scout with this. And we thought we were there at the right time, getting in early.
1: We had vehicles already. There was quite a few vehicles.
2: Oh, yeah, it was packed.
1: We, we found out real quick just driving there that we're not in Pennsylvania farmland anymore. Mm. It
0: is well, and that's the cool part. We crazy. come with our little rolling hills, and then we go through hundreds and hundreds of acres of corn and bean fields, and then all of a sudden we get close here, and it's just up,
1: down, left, right, and draws and pinches and...
0: I I've seen like one ag field
1: anywhere around here. Right by that horse pasture on the way in. Yeah. And There's
3: you, one over by Mullins that we saw as a cornfield.
2: And you can e scout all you want, but until you get boots on the ground, it's totally different ballgame. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's uh, it, it kind of was eye opening. So at least for us, as soon as we got there and started looking how thick it was, we kind of were like, no, we might as well throw our stands on our back and. Uh, try to go in and do something.
1: That was a bit of a hot mess for us. Was it? Yeah, that first piece we went to, there was corn across the street. We were the only truck in the parking lot. Like, sweet, maybe this is hardly pressured and we got here right and no one's hunting it. Yeah, we found out why, really quickly, why that it was not pressured because it was almost impassable. Really? If it wasn't for the beat down, maybe a single walking trail in, if you got off of that, it was hands knees, hand your bow to, to Tyler or pass stuff back and forth to get through some of the stuff in there. Really? It was it was, it was pretty tight. I probably would have lost Andrew in the tall grass. Yeah, yeah. It was, no kidding. It was taller than me. Yeah,
0: That's kind of nuts. I mean, ours was thick, but it, there was parts you could access. I mean, there was a lot of underbrush and yeah,
2: stuff Yeah, like it was that. doable. It was just a lot of work.
0: Yeah. Um, but with that, when we saw vehicles, we didn't want to be the guy's going around trying to boots on the ground scout the first day, knowing people were in there. Maybe that's what they're doing. You know, you have that risk with public land. But we kind of looked at each other and like, let's just walk into a spot and see what happens. Um, so we walked down this hill and got down I'm trying to think how far we were. Well, we were probably 500 yards probably. from up where we were. I mean, we were nothing super crazy. Um, went down and I I saw there was a little crick there, looked at the topo map, and I had nothing for service. So it became one of those that I had to just try to remember my little bit of e-scouting before and what stuff
1: you was. You have the Audix offline?
0: I didn't download any of them because I, I didn't want to fill everything up with all the offline ones until I knew where I wanted to go.
1: Try screenshotting them. We have them on your saved photos.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could do that and try to do it that way. Um, but the offline will tell you where you're at. Okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you do it that you way, kinda, it'll kinda still guess. pick the GPS. Yeah. So, I saw there was like a crick bed thing there. And the spot was already there. It was like three or four trails coming together. Everything was nice. But the biggest tree was if I took my two hands around and like touched them and made a circle. That's how big it was. And, of course, me, you know, small trees. I love small trees. I think I even talked about that. Uh, so, I'm like, I'm going to get up in it yeah that was a little bit too small of a tree <laughs> um when i was up there like getting up there was difficult it was covered in poison ivy and i'm like well man, you know just gonna send it <laughs> and uh it's
3: kind of our motto for this trip uh, yeah this so right.
0: i got up and didn't really have too much issue trying to just hurry up and get in i think was part of it and you know the all right let's try to do this whole whole thing a whole kit and caboodle set up um, as soon as I got up there, I couldn't, I had to like sit down and that was it. If I went to stand up at the end of it, I'm pretty sure the tree would have bowed over and touched the ground. Like there was a lot of movement, but the spot was good. It's right where I wanted to be. I had good cover, just nothing produced. Um, Jim, why don't you tell us a little bit about what spot you kind of went, what you saw or what you were trying to get to. Yeah.
2: So they give you an access path. We went down the, the hill, well, mountain, I guess. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <clears throat> Once you climb down in to go to a hunting spot, you gotta either, you gotta climb left or climb right. So climbed up the yeah. the mountain and uh, found a good bench alongside of a, a big drainage and uh, set up below that bench because it was evening and and uh, I saw three dough at three different times coming from three different directions. <laughs> so. Wow. You know, how do you figure that out? Um, I could have shot all three. Uh I passed on all three. One was a big doe that was fourteen yards and it was an easy shot, but first night knowing how far we came down that hill, I wasn't gonna drag it out of there and we still hadn't set up camp, so
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: But
0: yeah, I guess that was the other thing. We did decide to come down a day early. Uh, originally the plan was when I started this back in January and started marking days on a calendar, um, I had Sunday through Thursday. And then we started talking with everyone, everyone else could and adding people to the trip. Saturday became available for everyone else, but not me. Uh, but then I ended up kind of getting a trade. If I worked Friday, I could get off Saturday morning and drive down. And so we thought it would gain us that extra day. Well, coming down on Labor Day weekend to a pretty camping area doesn't leave a whole lot of uh, camping options last minute. Yeah. So luckily we got hooked up with one place, and it was a, it was a beautiful spot. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it would it be was, great to camp. Yeah,
1: that was a great campground. But
0: you know, we're going in there for one night, trying to put stuff together just to have a place to sleep to get up the
1: next and day. The rules are finicky. One. Yeah,
0: so we're riding on tailgates. We've got tree stands packed (laughs) 17 feet high. And to buy a parking
1: pass for the other truck for the day. We
0: didn't want to unload everything because we're just going to load it back up the next day. So I mean, that uh, wasn't maybe ideal with any of that, but um, either way, had at it, had it, did it. Um, You know, that was just kind of our campground. Campground was gorgeous.
3: Yeah the campground I've ever been to that has a golf course attached to it. Golf course, baseball fields, an amphitheater. An amphitheater, yeah. An amphitheater yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, it was nice. A I lake. thought about performing if I was going to stay there later. but Woke like, up and uh, opened the bunk
3: and watched the sun come up.
0: Over the oh, lake. it was great.
3: When was I'm awesome. old, fat, and retired, I might just go down here for the summers and stay at that campground. Yeah,
0: it's nice. Be the weird dude in a <laughs> Speedo that definitely shouldn't be in a Speedo. But I'm still going to rock it because yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I got in there. The biggest thing I was surprised from night one for me, with the temperature changes as much as they are, as far as, you know, it's very hot during the day and hot and sticky. And it, it definitely it gets comfortable at night and in the morning. Um, but because there's such a canopy on everything, thermals did not play as much of a role as I thought they would. No. no. I mean... There's almost there was almost no wind. Everything is straight down. I mean every time I checked it, and we had a little bit of a breeze yesterday, I was able to get stuff to carry. But other than that, when it was dead,
1: it was that milkweed would just drop. Last night as the wind the winds was blowing my tree around, mm. making me motion sick, it switched from at my back to crosswinding me off the road we walked in on mm. and it raised one time. Yeah. Because you couldn't get any wind into that into the woods yeah and then the way that pinched and then it pinched off yeah the heat, off to the other side of the field it, it wasn't really dropping down it was just it just kind of hung and then it just lightly settled towards the bottom yes that was my first
2: night I think the word of the trip is acclimating acclimating to the to the cover acclimating to the, the thermals and the wind yeah. And then acclimating to the temperature because it Whew. just wears you out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yesterday it was 64 degrees at home and it was 89 degrees here. Yeah. yeah. I had pulled the parking lot at 87. 788
3: on the pickup. And oh, I mean,
0: I didn't think anything of it. During turkey season, I was grinding, man. Like, I was up at four o'clock every day. I was trying to edit stuff at night. I had a bunch of time off. Like, I was grinding. But it was not the heat. I, after one day here, I'm like, I was wore out. You know, every time I come yeah. out of the woods, I'm wore out. Meanwhile, turkey season, I'm walking 17 miles, and doing all this stuff crazy, and going all this, and I was fine. And then, here, like that heat just crushed you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took a hardcore nap yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you guys did. So, what about, so you went to that one spot, and you're like, no,
1: too Yeah, thick. We, 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 we bounced,
3: bumped, we bumped one deer, right,
0: right off, off
1: parking lot. I don't even know what it was, because it's, so thick it blew and and we heard it bound one time and then we it was so thick you could see about 4.6 six feet seven. into the woods yeah. off the trail so we we traced around for about, about hour. Of an hour yeah That's three probably. got back in the truck and drove the other one which was not far away either 10 minutes 15 yeah. minutes
0: so tell us a little bit about the other one what did you guys come across what'd you see because that other one from kind of the info you gave us, it had been where we had kind of set up these last couple
1: of days, and been yep. all four of us hunting that. Uh, yeah, it was much different. Yeah, this has got uh, planted sor- sorghum. Sorghum. There's milo and sorghum. moat, um, they're dove fields. Um, there's a, a map. You had a place little magnets on so that they have a general idea everybody knows where you're kind of at or if there's an emergency you can be found I think
2: and a really nice gun range yeah oh, yeah.
1: yeah. thank god that's there That makes <laughs> me yeah. Movie. so
0: the spot's nice the spot's big it's got a little bit of everything there's hardwood and some oak we found there's thick areas there's these little food plots there's even some that they kind of just planted that are just starting to sprout up you know that uh, still was soft and then there's skeet range and a gun slash pistol range and oh, I think Tyler described it as the yearly training for the Kentucky Voluntary Militia there had there was easily thousand shots I'm, I'm talking what night was that for four straight hours that would have been Sunday
3: night
1: that and, was that? And and like, night. Real. Yeah. it and Monday Yeah. sounds like Pennsylvania opening day it ears you and well, Saturday, Saturday night see. every night
3: that every we've night, been over except there lot,
1: except last night
0: I mean, last night was what last night's Monday night Yes, yeah, so Sunday night was... Yeah, the, I guess... Well, I had shooting Monday morning, but yeah, not Monday night. Yeah. yeah,
1: 20 after 8, they're shooting. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that was... Labor Day. But from every place we had, like for me, drew my attention because I was able to have some hardwoods. There was some draws, and there was some fingers. There was kind of everything that you look at. There was a little bit of water going through. There's food plots. And as I looked at it, it was kind of like, you know, it should have a little bit of what we're looking for and everything. Um, so you guys relayed that to us and we kind of figured we'd go in there so that was Saturday night Uh, we did not hunt Sunday morning by the time getting down here having to move camp um, we instead took Sunday morning to get everything together, move camp figure out where we were and then we hit back off Sunday night at that spot that they found kind of walked in and just just trying to find a spot, you know, just find somewhere,
1: what do we got? I was trying to locate bed to where's the feed at, White Oaks. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim found them. I think he found a, a nice White Oak flat, and that kid we walked in with yeah. Sunday night? Yeah. He was from Ohio, and he said he was on a White Oak flat between bedding and that sorghum, and that off that uh, goldenrod, and they just mow, and two pass in, and mm-hmm. I tried to get back to that, and I never—I could hear them dropping. I just never quite found it because the wood was so darn thick. And then yeah. you get off the field, and it drops off. Yeah. So I set up in a little tree. that I was six feet, six yards off the field, but I could only see about thirty degrees, just an opening, and then I could see down to the creek bed. A that spot, but I couldn't shoot. Way that further.
0: has also been strange for me. Is that we have. We have timber and I put cover and do this other stuff at home, you know, I've got some back cover here, I've got some low cover, but I've pretty much got as many shooting lanes as I want in open areas, and even if I'm not messing with anything, I've got lanes, even when it's yeah. early and stuff hasn't fallen yet. Here, you are picking your little spot, like, I've got a spot here I can shoot, and then over to my left, there's a spot here I can shoot, and one behind me I can shoot, and that's about it. You know I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. it's crazy.
1: Like you said the back cover and front cover I think the angle of the deer of those deer that we've seen mm. looking up we were protected everything they couldn't see yeah through yeah so you could get away with a little bit of pick range finder up pick binos up yeah on St- release standing up in the tree stand and, and
2: uh, my goal was to find get on a water source because it's been so darn hot and I um, <clears throat> It's kind of tough. There hasn't been rain here in a long time. You could tell because all the runoffs are d- bone dry. Everything. The dry. creeks are really low. Yeah. So it's just kind of hard to find a water source, which, can, which is good and bad. You know, there's not a lot out there. So once you do find water, it does attract deer. Um, I've seen deer almost every night. So
0: I have not had that as much as the deer success. Um, I think I've seen two deer in my time here. You know, I just hadn't been on uh, much anything. And and the spots I thought were good. I mean, thermals were great. Wind direction was good. spots with drainages
1: with some open area. Yeah, like every
0: time I took pictures and sent it, like it's one of those, like, this is where you want to be. You know, and I'm walking in with the wind and then I'm there and I'm like, there's nothing. (laughs) You know, like nothing's coming through here. Um, You know, and I mean, that's the game you play is we're coming in doing it blind. Um, But I will say that anyone that, ever says anything about these public land guys or like the hunting public like they I give them a ton of credit and respect after doing this stuff
2: oh yeah much respect
0: I mean like what Jim said
2: how did they pack all that
0: into a little car that's the first thing I want to know we have two trucks that the truck beds are full we have a what 23 foot camper yeah that we have coolers inside and put stuff in there I mean cabs of cabs
3: of the trucks are full
0: yeah I mean I feel like we didn't take a lot. Like, yeah, we have some extra coolers because in case we got
3: something. But other than that, I feel like there's not a whole lot of extra (laughs) stuff we brought. No. Meanwhile, these guys got six people's worth of gear in the back of a 97 Focus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, ow.
0: And they're doing it. And to go in an e-scout, and I was dead set even on, oh, yeah, well, once we get back,
1: we'll edit videos and do all that stuff and get that stuff posted. No, because you're just drain. We're eating dinner. At, last night was... Midnight. 12, 12, 10 minutes after 12. Yeah. yeah. Midnight tacos. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then... some tacos. You know, to get up clutching. early the next morning and be out there, I mean, you're running on fumes at that point. You know I mean? So, I give them a ton of credit.
1: And they grind it out for a whole
0: season doing that. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So what? So you saw three deer the first night, Jim, in that one yeah. spot.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And you guys... You running. two were hunting together that first night. Yeah. And you had an encounter. Yeah. So take us through that a little bit. Go well,
1: ahead, buddy. You, you kind of decided you wanted well, to go down there. and we, uh, we got to the
3: second spot, and there is probably, what, six or eight cars there? Yeah. So we got out, got dressed, got all our stuff, and walked... 50 yards from the truck and just kind of stood there for better part of 10 minutes trying to figure out looking at the map where we want to go how do we want to a shooting right here yeah so we're like well there's nobody down there right now so let's go check that out so we went down saw the shooting range and we saw a little field on the map down by there so we went down in there and ended up having some almost like clover and stuff in there i think it's like a a winter wheat yeah a, a clover mixture so we're like, hey, we'll find a spot. So we we kind of goofed, goofed up. Yeah, and we goofed up on we that We screwed one. ourselves in a, in a way. we walked. You know, pulling
1: in, I said, let's not do what, exactly what we did. Yeah, and then we did it anyways. Let's not walk around and traipse around with a bunch of ground scent uh, to get busted. But it, I will say it's hard. I oh, mean, yeah. Because
0: I had the intention of, like, when I looked at the map and trying to then look in the woods, I'm going to go here because I can walk right in with the way the wind is. And then as soon as you start to go in, you're like... Yeah, this spot isn't gonna work. I mean so squirrels
1: can get through some of that stuff. Yeah, and so
0: then you're like having to move around and traips around a little bit, but then you're doing everything you can not to because of the ground scent. It's yeah,
3: it's tough. We uh, we walked probably three quarters of the perimeter of this field, it's only maybe, maybe two acres, maybe three. Yeah. Finally found a couple trees. That was an interesting setup. Uh, I sat out in front. Andrew was probably 10 feet behind me in another tree. He was a little bit lower. We figured out that he had some shooting lanes low that he could cover out a little bit. I had some shooting lanes up high. I could shoot the field edge that we were right off of and maybe 20 yards into it. You could shoot yeah. the corner. I could shoot out. clear out to the corner pushing 50. Yeah. So we felt pretty good there. And uh, we're sitting there and I happen to just kind of look up and I see movement walking through. So I told Andrew there's deer coming and whatnot. And, before I even knew it, I grabbed my bow, stand up, flip the seat up. I look to make sure he's on the same page with me. I look down. you did and, that. I,
1: I've never seen you, like I said, move that slow. Well, I didn't know where the deer went. <laughs> and, you, and you were just like a little quick snap and yeah, just pointed. And like a, an eye and ear, like he, something's over here. I, uh, By the time I got my bow off
3: off the tree and flipped the seat up and stood up, I looked down and he's standing Fifteen yards in front of me, and I could just see one side. So I gave Andrew the like,
1: oh, half right. There's <laughs> he horns like, here. I don't know. He was like, I don't
3: know. <laughs> and he stepped out. <laughs> you between... guys would not make good Navy SEALs with
0: your hand signals. When no, I think that's what we're getting at. No, no, we, it, <laughs> it wouldn't work.
3: Uh, he stepped out between 20 and 25 yards from me. Nice eight point. Uh, he was good. Luck. Milled around along the edge of the field there for. 15 20 minutes but it's just so thick and of course the two shooting lanes that I had out to 30 35 yards he wouldn't walk into I mean at one point I look back at Andrew and he's like you know can you shoot I'm like I I don't have anything and then after it was all said and done he caught our ground scent and kind of bound up into the woods and I saw him going down through in front of me and I told Andrew I said I I needed two steps to the left and I ranged it two steps to the left would have put me at 27 yards uh, I've been shooting a lot with you guys 27 yards is easy wheelhouse nice. is a dead deer you no. know I just needed two steps further out into the field and we'd have had one I wonder at least enough was right in that same
1: corner we walked in on. I know He stopped at it and never went past it yeah. yep I Which mean he is, hung up right he, there right and he knew he didn't booger he, was he just, just knew he something just, was wrong. He he'd smelled. Feed, new. And then yeah. He heard they were shooting at the same exact time. No, yeah. that didn't, I mean, it bother didn't bother him a lot. Just, it was he the people did, talking at the up shooting up range. range. Just didn't care.
3: Yeah, it was the people sh- talking at the shooting range that you know they'd slam shoot. The car doors. They'd shoot a couple rounds off, and he'd just keep feeding, and then you know,
1: hey, yeah, yeah,
3: well, well, you know whatever, slam car door, getting more ammo out, and then he looks up, and the whole time we're like, no, don't just don't do it and yeah we kind of screwed ourselves out of that one a little bit but
1: hey that was a cool encounter man that was the first two hours in the state of kentucky
0: well then I, mean, I didn't have any service and so you guys must have been trying to let jim know and all of a sudden he comes mm-hmm. out he's like yeah they had a buck in front of them." Like, what a nice one i bet you I bet 110, 110 110 115 20 yeah somewhere there. A nice buck
3: yeah nice for especially for us in pa i mean that's <laughs> Nice for driving six hours and going into the woods of finding a random tree and yeah, just going for it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, um, got on stuff. I didn't see anything that first night,
0: um, but it was still a nice night in there. It was still good to be out of state. Uh, that second night, um, I saw one right at the end of the. Day. What did you guys see the second day? That night where the militia was firing off. I, I went in there.
3: I went in there by myself. Andrew pushed back a little bit further. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was a back there a ways. Actually, I had, there's a a little deer trail like six yards behind me. I had one go by me at a full sprint fast enough that before I realized what had happened, it was already past me, and I was like, oh, that was a deer. Uh, And then a little bit later, I had a spike and two does step out into the field, and I was hung in the
1: tree that you were in. I bet you that spike that you saw was one I saw the other day, too. Probably. You have like a one-collar one, a little brown, and then broke up, snapped off right at the base here. Yeah. That was one that sniffed my sticks last
3: night. Uh, Unfortunately, I was in Andrew's tree uh, where those deer came in and hung out at. If I was in the tree I was in the night before, I would have had an opportunity, I think. It was just a little too thick. They worked too far to my left, and it just
0: never never panned out
3: yeah like i had a couple lanes to my left side but they kind of hung up behind the treetop that yeah. was out in front of me so it's kind of like Egh. um but i'm i'm seeing deer every time i go in the woods that's a good thing man i'm i mean i'm on something i don't know what it is and i'm not gonna by any means say that i know what i'm doing because i'd rather be lucky than good but i'm finding deer finding where they're at so
0: well i think maybe before we get in to the third night we'll kind of wrap this one up yeah um i mean my takeaway is the the third night's where we started uh getting on it i think and learning some things a little bit
2: figuring things out yeah yeah,
0: yeah um but yeah it it definitely was an eye-opener and it's definitely been different i mean to, to say the least it's been it's been fun it's been beautiful
3: mornings you know i mean even though it's been hot it's been nice um we're about 7 o'clock. It starts getting real nice. You get a little tiny breeze, but it's not terrible. Not
1: Yesterday too hot. morning was nice with the breeze.
3: But it, it definitely has been
0: a lot different. And I'm something I'm glad we did because it gives me uh, a little bit more appreciation of everything, being out there, more things to look at and look for, you know. And even these last three days of, like, okay, shooting lanes I've looked at different and what way deer are moving and... Paying a little bit more attention to what things are going to be,
1: so it's been a a, a change with that. So, and they are stealthy this time of year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know they're there until they are. Yeah, all that, under you. All that right green now. makes it. You don't hear it until, until it's. Uh... And you watch them walk away. You can't hear them. No, no, nope. no. And then they just bound up, to one jump over the creek and over a limb and disappear. They are gorgeous this time of year though, with the orangish gray coat. Yeah. They're small. Yeah. They aren't very big bodied. Yeah.
0: Well, especially with Noagara out right here. I mean, you definitely can see there's some size difference. Part Billy Goat.
1: Yeah. The ones up here. We oh, saw that's on the what, way into campground last night. Yeah.
0: Was, that little one we saw on the way into camp that first day. I mean, that was just a little thing. But I swear there was like a straight, at least 60 foot vertical cliff. And huh. it's just standing right there. I'm like, I don't know how that got there. <laughs> but. <laughs> all, all right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up for uh the first little what we got into we'll maybe try to drop in the more the rest of the hunt see if we have any success with it so thanks for tuning in to the first do bow hunter podcast remember to check us out on facebook instagram and youtube we're going to be trying to get some of our stuff out that we've got up to this point uh here in the next few weeks also want to thank full draw coffee company been behind us 110 percent through this helping us out got us hooked up with their new trail packs uh, self-serve with the filters put on the cup boil some water especially if they got a jet boil been real sweet we've talked about being sluggish but uh coffee's made a little bit of a difference for us not gonna lie it's a little pick-me-up so all right from uh andrew tyler jim and evan be safe and remember to always be first do